0: Hello, and uh, welcome to the Snake River Lib podcast. It's Monday, April 19th. Um, I would like to start off the podcast by um, honoring um, former Vice President and Senator Walter Mondale, who passed away today. Um, He was a Democrat, a a very... um, Progressive, liberal, Democrat. However, he was a very honorable man. Um, if the Democratic Party had more people um, like Walter Mondale today, they would not be going through some of the things that they are going through. Uh, he had many of the same beliefs uh, that some of the more progressive members have, but his manner of, of uh, advancing those beliefs was far different. And so we just wanted to take a moment and acknowledge that. Um, there's a lot of things I wanted to talk about. First of all, uh, it's the Snake River Lib podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome. Uh, a lot of times I feel like um, I wonder what's the point in doing Uh, the podcast. You know, I I wrote blogs for uh, four years and uh, then rolled over and started doing the podcast. Um, I like writing the blogs better, I'll be honest, simply because I take more time to wordsmith it because the, the podcast actually is done in one take. I sometimes have notes. I have notes tonight. But, um, um, you know, with the written word, I can wordsmith and craft the exact message. When I just have little, little chicken scratches laying around, I may or may not be able to uh, accurately portray. And regardless of that, I hate my own voice. And so uh, I don't listen to it. So it's, you know. 50-50 50-50 on how it's going to turn out. Um, if you like it, share it. Um, if you'd like to comment, let me know. You can uh, let me know on the Lib Facebook page. Uh, it's uh, Just go ahead on Facebook. It's the Snake River Lib. Um, either way, by the way, um, welcome to comments of all types. I'd like to start off talking about a tale of two stories. Uh, you know, we've got George Floyd's trial in the news. I uh, just want to mention, uh, by the way, on that, the trials over the, the jury. The jury has uh, the case, and they're moving forward. Um, interesting motion with the events of, uh, of Mad Maxine Waters. Um, We'll get to her after a while, but um, her ranting in Minneapolis and Brooklyn Center, um, the uh, attorneys for Derek Chauvin Chauvin, uh, moved for mistrial, which the judge dismissed. However, the judge, in his comments on dismissing the motion for mistrial, acknowledged that there was likely... Um, room to overturn the verdict on appeal if there should be a verdict. Um, he wished that politicians would stay out of the judicial branches' function. Let justice happen. And that's an interesting point, one that I'd not really thought about, that, you know, Judges don't weigh in on laws that are being made, and they certainly don't want to weigh in on elections of presidents and what presidents do. But the judge was very, uh, very straightforward and very and said that there very well could be room for an appeal. Or actually, overturned the conviction on appeal. And of course, uh, also in Minneapolis, in Brooklyn Center, in Minneapolis, is Dante Wright, who was killed in a tragic accident on a traffic stop. And it wouldn't—he wouldn't have died at the traffic stop had it not been for the fact that he had an outstanding warrant an outstanding arrest warrant for a possession charge. Now, this is very important because, you know, we're being told we need new gun laws and more restrictive gun laws and such. And here's a young man who had a, a gun possession arrest warrant. And so the officer tries to act on that. He resists arrest and tries to get back to his car, reaching into his car. Because it's a gun possession, and because she is a female, she has to immediately reach for superior force. Inadvertently reaches for a gun, shoots, fires, kills him, which she immediately recognizes, tries to do everything she can to save him. She resigns, she's on trial for second-degree murder. Now, let's take you back to January 6th. Ashley Babbitt, killed by a Capitol Police officer. She was unarmed. The Capitol Police officer was not directly threatened by her. She, as far as we know, was not directly threatening violence towards anyone else. And yet, the Capitol police officer, without resorting to lesser means of subduing this person in a crowd of protesters, shot and killed. This veteran. She was white, by the way. Capitol Police officer will face no criminal charges for his murder. In fact, we don't even know his name. How about that? So when people say, talk about being black in America, here we have an example. Of a white woman, not threatening an officer, being killed by an officer, getting off completely scot-free, except for having him having to relive the situation of killing an unarmed woman uh, for the rest of his life. But speaking of January sixth and the alleged insurrection, which, by the way, no one has been charged with. The Capitol Police officer that died, uh, that was alleged to have been bludgeoned by a fire extinguisher, etc., etc., now it turns out he died of natural causes. He had two strokes. So, in other words... In their valiant defense, Alamo like defense of the capital. Capitol police suffered zero casualties as a direct result of the attack. Damage was done. No doubt some people were injured. No one died from the violence of the attack of the insurrection yet nightly across this nation we're seeing police stations attacked police stations are symbols of authority how is that not insurrection within a local community how is not a rejection how is that not a rejection of the current authority in place. Shall we move on? Sure. Um, James O'Keefe uh, runs Project Veritas. Of course, they did a, a nice, wonderful uh, undercover piece. You remember there are some j- good journalists out there. Uh, Project Veritas is a great investigative journalism, uh, the kind that used to be done by the mainstream media when they wanted to uh, expose CNN for being an essentially, uh, I mean, in reality, not just made up conservative talking points, but in reality, um, a, a propaganda arm for the Biden campaign. Well, um Twitter has suspended his account permanently. He's suing suing Twitter now. That should have some very interesting consequences. Um, You may have heard that uh, President Biden has delayed uh, withdrawal of troops from Afghanistan until September 11th of this year. (coughs) Pardon me. Isn't that an interesting timing? Um, We would be now 11 days from total withdrawal from Afghanistan had President Trump been been in office, all scheduled to be out May 1. So um, any deaths that happen in Afghanistan, either to American troops or by American troops, are on uh, Joe Biden's head. Let's see here. I think we're going to take a break. And we'll be right back with more after that. And here we are just right back. Oh, just in a passing note, uh, reference uh, COVID, uh, Oregon, uh, in a technical move. It's nothing really more than that. But, of course, it makes a headline that they're considering a, a making mask wearing permanent in inside of businesses. Uh, That's all it is, is a technical thing because they're expecting the uh, state of emergency to expire, and with that, the mask mandate would expire, and they don't want it to expire. Needless to say, even within the People's Republic of Oregon, um, they're not thrilled with that. Uh, Oregonians overwhelmingly disapprove of the idea of that continuing on. But speaking of COVID, um, did you see that um, uh, little Lord Fauci has weighed in on gun control? Speaking of the uh, outbreak of violence, he must see uh, guns as an infectious disease, of which he speaks of authority allegedly, and So he was out speaking on Sunday No, I didn't watch I don't even care what he has to say on it Except for that he was talking about How he's concerned And how someone needs to do something Spoken like a true statist Um the idea of the big lie of course we've talked about that the georgia big lie and the democrats you know they must really be scared about it and of course other states are now passing that um, is the reason why they're hammering it so much i think that they really are terrified that more and more states are going to go to this um that they are going to tighten up their laws because regardless of the fact that trump lost the election because several states chose not to follow their statutes. Um, Regardless of that, Republicans control the majority of state legislatures, which means that Republicans will have a large share in redistricting uh, as a result of the 2020 census. They also did well on the state level, and obviously, even though um, they still do not control the House of Representatives, the margin is so narrow narrow, that uh, Speaker Pelosi can afford to lose only one or two votes each time. Um so of course they continue to speak the big lie even though many blue states blue states forgive me have far more restrictive laws than the new Georgia law anyone that tells you by the way that blacks cannot go and get a state id they're just being racist Um, I mentioned uh, Derek Chavez, uh, Chavez trial. I want to mention uh, Maxine Waters, a uh, congresswoman from Florida. Uh, she went out to Minneapolis to um, egg the rioters on. Of course, uh, as she was doing so immediately following that um Two members of the Minneapolis National Guard were injured as a result of riot violence. She has been a bomb thrower her whole life. She was proud of um, Damian Williams back in 1992 when he uh, instigated the attack on Reginald Denny in the, the L.A. riots that was her district. Gun control, of course, was a big issue for her because the Koreans uh, in her district were able to protect their store by being on the roof. You can still see videos of that, I think, where they protected their store and their businesses on the roof with AR-15s and AK-47s, semi-autos, of course. But here she goes. She goes to Minneapolis and, and starts doing this. She potentially causes a mistrial and uh, well, well, it could have been a mistrial, the, and, and this is one thing that bothers me, the judge says that this could very well cause the verdict to be overturned because it does influence the jury. I would also say, by the way, that the city giving a $27 million settlement to George Floyd's family had an impact on the jury as well. Um, I, what they're doing is they're trying to push them into saying guilty. Don't look at the facts. Just look at the fact that they're guilty. And of course, the jury members are all terrified that if they don't find them guilty, that they'll be hunted down by the mobs. And they're probably wise to take that into consideration. Um, I wanted to spend the last few minutes. uh, I kind of hinted at this the other day, but I really didn't follow through. I just want to take a a moment. When you talk about resources and you talk about looking at the source of failure, catastrophic failure and hopelessness. In these cities. And. And when you say I'm not agreeing that there's systemic racism and you use examples as, as, as um, Eric Garner in New York and, and um, forgive me. um, My mind is drawing a blank. It is late, but that's my fault. Uh, The young man in, in Baltimore that was picked up, Uh, um, and killed accidentally. Also, three officers were acquitted. They decided not even to, they just dropped the charges on the other three. Um, Those officers, by the way, there, if you recall, they opted for a bench trial, meaning no jury, because they knew that no jury would find them innocent, or not guilty, rather. All of these places where all these things are happening, they're run by Democrats. And, of course, people will say, well, don't look at the party that's running them. This is a systemic problem. It is a systemic problem. And look who is the system. In these major cities, look who is not only running the city. Frequently is running the state, although in many large cities such as uh, you know, St. Louis, you know, the governorship is likely to be in Republican hands. So but look at the city government, look at who runs the school district, look at who runs the police department. While they may be technically nonpartisan positions in some states for those for those jobs. You can make no mistake where many of those individuals Um, Partisan politics are And they all have one thing in common They have all failed Horribly Their constituents Whether it's a city like Detroit Or Baltimore or St. Louis Chicago New York is just heading there now I mean it was had a momentary relapse with rudolph giuliani michael bloomberg kept giuliani's policies in that's why michael bloomberg by the way had such high standing when he decided to run for president as a democrat it was because he kept giuliani's policies in and then when they started to haunt him he just said, "Oh well, that's not what I should have done." It's easy to say that after you've governed a city and you were maxed out on re-elections, and so you just rest on your laurels. They're run by Democrats. Frequently, those Democrats are African American or black. So if you're looking for systemic racism, why don't you start there and root out the problems there? Why don't you ask yourself, why is, why is the school board so racist? That these uh, urban schools, that these minority-majority schools only graduate about half the students that uh, initially enroll in ninth grade, and that those that do graduate are not performing at grade level. These police forces who are allegedly using such brutality on the citizens, who runs them? In most states, you have to look no. Most cities, you have to look no further than the Democratic Party or Democratic Party operatives. Now, I'm not saying that Democrats are bad. I'm absolutely not saying that. Even though, of course, the the peers on the other side of the aisle would not even think twice. And that was the issue. Original Denny stopped because people were standing in front of his truck. In nineteen ninety two. They're the ones that are clamoring for change. And I go back to the gun control issue and Dante Wright. And perhaps somebody should ask Democrats that question. Dante Wright had an outstanding possession charge. Possession of a firearm, not drugs. Why are you getting bent out of shape out of that warrant or that warrant not being served? You see the contradiction. Now, if you want to go and get rid of laws, I'm right there with you. Better no laws. No, that's not better. Better very few laws that are well-defined and that people understand. Right now, it's impossible for people to know any or all the laws. And it's become... You know very difficult to stand for the law when nobody really is sure what the law really is. The law needs to be simplified. Laws that are relevant or no or are not enforced need to be done away with. Laws that shouldn't be enforced need to be done away with. This is a Snake River Lib. Just reminding you, um, thank you again. Have a great night. And taxation is theft, whether it's infl- whether it's an inflationary tax, meaning they just devalue the currency, or whether it's a tax on you, and they turn around and give somebody something else. See so, ya. Yeah.